I'm really sorry. Is that what it sounds like? Oh, sorry. Am I supposed to be? <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be close to the mic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all good. What's the deal, man? You're like you're like a famous man, person. I'm your girlfriend. I'm sorry. Can I say that on here? Yeah, you can say I am it. his girlfriend. Yeah, you can roast me. That's what Cameron does when he's here. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> no. Yes. Well, this is a perfect start to the show. Let's hop <laughs> let's hop to your music really quickly. People have been like <clears throat> asking you questions about me as your boyfriend online. And I just want to clear the air about that. Like, yeah. are these songs about this terrible guy who's harmed you? Are, is it about me? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, yeah. What? For sure. <laughs> yeah. No, they're not. But... Oh. I I mean, I, uh, I like to mess with people, though, when they're like... When they'll comment on my Instagram and they'll be like, you, do you have a boyfriend? And I'm like, uh... Yeah, and then I tag you and I tag your podcast and I say, yeah, go listen to his podcast. Aw, thanks, babe. Yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty the annoying, the annoying girlfriend type. So. Well, yeah, I mean, if the rest of this show is that obnoxious <laughs> with PDA, I apologize to you as listeners, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Everything Comes from Something, episode forty-five. This episode has a special guest again. Her second appearance, Jules. <laughs> Hello everyone Say hello to the people You are my lovely girlfriend But you're also an incredible artist Thank you That's why we wanted to have you on the show Uh, Before we get to the topic at hand Which is our lovely guest I just wanted to remind you listeners To check us out at patreon.com Slash ECFS podcast If you want to support the show You can give at small levels Major shout out to our executive producers Kiana Layap, Darren O'Neill And Eric and Ariel Walk Thank you guys for supporting the show At the executive producer level They are the ones that give us creative ideas For this show And we communicate with them directly If you want to have a question on air You can support us on Patreon At the $5 level For those of you that support us at the $5 level, you never send us questions. So what the heck? The only person that ever sends us questions is Kiana Layap, except I lie. Darren O'Neill did send me a question for the show. Uh, Cameron is not here, but as some of you may know, we are taking a break at episode 50, take some time off. We're taking two weeks off and we're going to do some stuff. So Darren's question for the show was, what's the deal with the two weeks? What are you guys going to be doing? Uh, I just want to make it clear. I know we've mentioned small things for this, but The big idea is to take some time to rebrand, kind of rethink about what the podcast really wants to be. Uh, We want to make sure that we're providing a cohesive, clean, and professional product for you guys. I mean, as professional as it can be, we're pretty goofy, but uh, yeah, we're going to be doing some rebrand stuff. Hopefully, we have some good music. We'll be working with Son of a Smith, Tim Smith, uh, who did our graphic originally. We might do a little bit of rebrand. I've always liked the light bulb, but... I think it might be time to do some new graphic stuff, and hopefully we'll get some new pictures of our old grizzled uh, faces up on social <laughs> media again for you. Um, of course, which leads to social media. If you guys, you can check us out at uh, ECFS Podcast. We're on most platforms. We don't post very often, but just wanted to let you know the biggest way to support the show is to rate us on iTunes and tell a friend. That is how podcasts grow. So let's yes. get into it, Jules. Hello. Hey, remember hey, put, y'all. put put your uh, oh, I'm sorry. Put your nose on I, that mic thing. For being for being a recording artist, I'm not very good at staying on this mic, but That's okay. <laughs> you usually sing. Singing I, I gotta be real with you. Singing and speaking on a microphone are really different. Oh actually. yeah. I hate my voice. Like I hate my talking voice. Um I'm definitely I'm definitely not um 
<laughs> You're looking at me funny. I, I'm definitely not that type of person who could just talk like you. You have like a very nice voice. Well, thank you. I'm not just saying that because I'm your girlfriend. But yeah, you probably are. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Anyways. It's okay. I will pick your brain with the questions <laughs> at the end of the day. You know what's sad though? Me as a musician personally, most musicians that I meet aren't actually that great at like talking on a microphone for a long time, which which gives me fear about my own music career in the future or whatever I end up doing with music. I'm like, man, maybe I'm just not awkward enough on the microphone to be a good singer. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like the only people that are really good at talking on the mic are rappers, but that's just a massive assumption, I think. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, that's just my Dang my guess. Um, of course, we're going to get into what's been going on with your music project because you were on the podcast, I think, episode 11. Wow. Where you had just started releasing, uh, what was it? You had released Eyes Shut, Eclipse, and then Supernatural, I think, came out yeah. a little bit around that same time, which yes. was you had a, a set of three singles, which did fairly well. Yes. Um, at least for a small independent artist like yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, what has sucked though for me personally is that mm-hmm. you have had a ton of music in the brewer for a long time in the vault. Yes, yeah. that's what that someone called it the vault the other day, and I was like, that is perfect. Like saying catalog and have all that stuff. Like uh, no, I <laughs> I think that was pretty cool. So yes, I have had those songs in the vault. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna talk about your music project, Airplane Mode. Right? Mm-hmm. Can I say that? Yes, you can. Yes. So the airplane mode EP or or small album is coming out completely in different release patterns. I know you're still figuring it out completely, but uh, are you really sorry? <laughs> is don't th- tell people that we got to pretend I got everything together. I'm just kidding. I definitely I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Let's just be honest. Before we get to talking, and you assume that I know everything about music. If you look up to me, um, no one knows what they're doing. I definitely don't know what I'm doing. Let's just put it out there because that's well, important. I just I want to give you a little bit of a compliment. I think you're doing a fantastic job for not knowing what you're doing. Thank you. At the end of the day, you know, we talk about this a lot off air, but the music industry, nobody really has the perfect formula. Right? Oh, heck no, because it's, cha- it's changing every day. Um, even the, the biggest producers that I will listen to on some podcasts, they, they're like dumbfounded especially with new things like um let's say like musically like how are people gonna get um you know uh what is the right word they're gonna get royalties from that people don't know people they don't know how to collect that stuff yet because there's new things coming out every day but yeah no for sure there's an interesting uh study like a, a comedic documentary you could say about uh by one of my favorite youtubers nikki jakey (laughs) Recently just hit a million subscribers. Congrats to that guy. I hope I meet him one day. I'm actually being (laughs) honest. I I was watching his videos even before he blew up. I'm like a hamster. But um, (laughs) he did a a video, like a video documentary comedian kind of thing about the music industry and how it changed so dramatically how people were stealing music online and how these these secondary markets showed up. I wasn't really... Uh, I mean, I was a kid during that time, so I just didn't really care that much about what was going on. Do you know what company I'm talking about? Um, it's like it's not rap or, or or something, but Dr. Dre sued him. I I cannot remember it, the name. It's not TikTok or Musically. No, no, no. Way what before you, that, right when the, 
No. no <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like no. a music thing? Yeah, but it, it was, it's like the original iTunes almost before that. Napster? Yes. Napster, Thank you. yes. Thank you. Yeah, like, and you know what? Uh, it just came out. I don't know. I, I saw it yesterday. It didn't just come out. But Napster is the number one paying um, uh, platform for artists now. No way. Above Spotify, above Apple. Yeah, it's crazy. Wait, does Napster exist still? Yes, and it's the highest paying there, even though they, they created a huge kerfluffle a right. few um, years ago. Um, but yeah, now they're their highest paying platform for artists now. Isn't that insane? That is insane. <laughs> who uses Napster? No, I don't know, but not me. <laughs> That's but, hilarious. I know yeah. I, I always like making fun of the little runt soundcloud um just i know that's that's rude and i you don't have to say anything about it but (laughs) soundcloud cracks me up just because it still exists um a lot of people go to soundcloud to find like super underground people Mm -hmm. but just to me i'm like like we did this podcast originally on soundcloud for the first three or four episodes and Mm. we bailed i was like this is like (laughs) do you not upload to soundcloud no we don't we don't even do it to me me, it's a dead platform that's just my opinion do podcasts do that yeah, there's a lot of podcasts on uh, on SoundCloud. I didn't know that. I just think if you're podcasting, I mean, first and foremost, podcasting is becoming an extremely flooded market. Everyone has a podcast. Oh, I'm 32. <laughs> I need a podcast because I didn't do anything with my life, right? I, I mean, like seriously, that's that's how people seem to be jumping on the train, right? Mm. And so the main market is Apple iTunes podcast. It's just yeah. the best podcasting app. Oh, yeah. Far. No, yeah. I, I don't even, I don't. I mean, it just came out recently that Spotify is doing podcasts, right? Like, right. very recently. Um, but, yeah, no, that's the only place I listen to it is on Apple. But I don't, like, have Apple Music or iTunes. Like, I don't use that. If Spotify is listening to this, I think they, they have an opportunity to really rework the way their podcasts work. I, mm-hmm. I like how separate iTunes does music and podcasts. Mm-hmm. I think it's just super clean. So there's got to be some sort of switch that appears uh, in podcasts. Like, I don't know if you guys are musicians, you you shop on Reverb. That's a used sales gear. They have they have like this, um, this section called Reverb, but then you go over to Reverb, like in the upper left-hand corner, it'll scroll down to Reverb LP, which mm-hmm. is like, I think that's a licensing uh, thing. They, they, they've, they've tapped into a different market. Mm-hmm. And you can like, basically when you click on that, the whole page kind of changes, right? Mm -hmm. Into a different market. That's what Spotify's got to do. They just got to, they got to make it clear. Because for Mm -hmm. the longest time I couldn't find podcasts and yeah, it's just, I understand they have a tab and I I think they could be a little bit cleaner. That's just, that's a different rant for a (laughs) a different time. I want to talk about airplane mode with you. Okay. But before that. Yes. I really, I I just want to say, I really like you. (laughs) And I feel like people don't know. It's biased, I think. Yeah, I, I I think people don't know like who the real Jules is. Yeah. So like, part of me wants to get you on this podcast. I know you're not super comfortable talking on the mic, and I just want to. I know some of your fans are going to listen to this. I want to give them an opportunity to really figure out who Jules is, in general. Yeah. And to and to give you credit, this music is more you. Than your old music. Oh, I, yeah. You want to say anything about um, that? I just... The whole the whole EP, the whole goal for the EP is for someone to listen to it and go, hey, I felt that way too. Like, um, the 
the EP is called Airplane Mode, as we mentioned before. And I want it to be as relatable as looking at your phone because whether you like it or not, everyone's got a phone. And um, I think we all come to that moment of like, I I just want to put this down and I want to like escape from it. Um, meaning your phone, meaning the media on there. Um, the songs are just the lyrics. I try to make them literally conversations I've had with people. Um, words I've said maybe to you. Um, <laughs> maybe words I've said um, to my friends who've been going through some heartbreak or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Right. There's You think about the way that we talk in real life mm-hmm. and how we talk over text messaging. Yeah. And they're, and they're very different. And I love how with Are You Really Sorry, you you spelled it out like <laughs> a text message. Yeah. The song is very is simple and straight to the point and it kind of taps into that phone theme, right? Mm-hmm. Just side note, I think it's really sad when people in real life talk like they're texting. I'm like, come on. <laughs> no, for Don't be sure. so basic. For sure. No, no, no. I totally... I, I hate... I hate that. And I, I also hate it when people bring up like in their songs they'll be like i was on instagram like bruh that is like the cheesiest thing in my life like looking through my instagram like please i like i like swiping right yeah no i i can't i cannot like it's the stupidest thing it's like the laziest thing in the world what about like there was this one song Mm -hmm. i listened called california dreaming which has got decent production and the the hook is like i'm california dreaming it's like really weird it's it's super it's super weird um <laughs> what does that have to do with that but there's a line in it where, oh. he's, where he's like facetime me and then like the sound of facetime plays in the track mm. like that and i'm like ooh, yeah that hurts yeah i mean in some of the songs that you're gonna hear i definitely bring up like reading your text or getting your call or being left on red but that can be that those are all things that you can like emotionally connect to like i can't emotionally connect to like you and follow me on instagram like i what like (laughs) that doesn't make any sense to me you know i think it's a little it's just a little lazy you know songwriting well i i think we've all had social media squabbles but at the end of the day those those conflicts are usually fairly petty yeah and if you're gonna focus on them in your song like come on dude you've probably had much worse heartbreak or or, or emotional tension between maybe that's what's relevant for the next generation right and and to me that's sad but it's it's like a dumbed down version of facing true like Mm. emotional angst or emotional like pain no people people don't realize and i think we're talking about this a few months ago or not months like weeks ago how you know there's a way to stop seeing someone every single day is you just click the unfollow button it's that yeah, it's not simple it's that simple and like some people are like oh my gosh i don't want to offend people but like you're putting that energy into your brain by going on like by by still following them like you don't have to and you don't have to have any hard feelings you could just be like this is not good for me and you can unfollow them people don't realize that it's just as simple as that like yeah. sorry we're going on completely different direction no but i know this is important though because over the time that i've dated you we've been dating for over three years now mm-hmm. right you have changed as a person and i'm and it's for the best <laughs> it's really cool to have watched you really find a care and a love for self-care 
<laughs> and a little bit of this EP translates in reflection. I think artists are very good in reflection, mm-hmm. but I've seen in your day-to-day life how much you've leaned into that self-reflection in a physical way, right? Yeah. Even even workouts or, or small things. Tell us about your experience in coming to a realization <clears throat> that self-care was important. That is, okay, that's huge. Um, that has a lot to do with my music, actually, because... Um, around the time I was releasing um, those singles, Aisha, Eclipse, Supernatural, I um, <laughs> I was doing a lot of, what is that saying when people go like, um, you have to like think, <laughs> think smarter, like don't work, like work harder, you know yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. Think smarter, now, don't work as hard. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing a lot of like, oh my gosh, I have to do everything Ah, like, and sometimes I do have those moments. I'm not perfect, but, um, I was running myself really dry. I was, um, (laughs) I was staying up super late, um, connecting. I mean, there's nothing wrong with like connecting with fans, but there's like at a point where you gotta like, okay, shut the computer, go take a bath or something, you know, Go (laughs) go to airplane mode, you know? So I, um, I was experiencing a lot of like, um, just working super hard, but there, there's nothing wrong with the hustle, but I also think the hustle is overrated. I think, um, people, people don't take the time to fuel themselves, um, with, with stuff that's gonna, you know, keep them satisfied. And that for me, that for me has been, um, God, that has been self-care. That has been things that I know are going to be sustainable, you know? Um, and, and yeah, so, I mean, the importance of it is I eventually after all those songs, I, um, <laughs> I was like, okay, hold up. I really need to focus on my music. Um, and at the time I, um, I don't know if this is really <laughs> relatable, but I was really struggling with like, I was so stressed. My acne was out of control. I was like, obviously not taking care of myself and at that point I was like, you know, I got to slow down. I got to focus on my music. I got to, um, like focus on my music in like the writing sense and not as much as releasing and, um, focus on who I, who I am and what my priorities are. Um, and it, it now, now it plays a big role into my life because, um, <laughs> we were talking the other day. <clears throat> um, I now, I now think, um, that self-care that serves you is way more important, like, than, you know, I'm going to do a face mask today. Like, no, that's not, that is like self-care in a way, but, um, doing self-care that serves you, like sitting, sitting down, um, before your morning starts, to journal or to go to the gym or do something that serves you or clean your room stuff like that keeps you satisfied and like sustainable for the rest of your work day you know what i'm saying yeah um (laughs) that was a big (laughs) spiel but that is like everything um well i can speak to that personally (laughs) right um this semester at school at state i was um I had two classes in the morning and those classes I was like super groggy, but I had a break at like 12 to one 30 mm-hmm. and I'd go to the gym 
and it would like energize me so much. I think working out is huge. I've seen you take your workouts way more seriously. <laughs> I used to work out more than you. You probably work out more than mm. me now. <laughs> yeah, you do. I mean, you got your, you're doing yoga now with the grandmas. I, I'm doing yoga, and it's so funny because I'm standing there, and I'm like not very good at all. I just started, so I'm very much an amateur. And there are all these these women who are about they're definitely older than their 50s and I'm like struggling and they're like doing handstands and stuff and I'm like shaking like you can see my body shaking I'm like this is so painful but yeah I love it yeah as Joe Rogan would say those old women are tough (laughs) they are they are they could beat me up and I'd let it happen what (laughs) because I'm scared that's a strange thing about Joel she wants to be beat up by old women no but they're just so they're strong yes inspirational you can say yes heck yes totally (laughs) so yeah I think self-care is a a huge kind of almost like evolution of your personality that I've seen oh yeah I um I thought it was uh, okay people who like are not into self-care and are probably like uh, over this part like not really caring about it um it does it's, sound it sounds I used to think it was really stupid I was like oh, self-care I'm gonna I'm gonna go drink my smoothie and stuff like no it does sound very LA artist <laughs> to t- be. self-care health lifestyle blogger <laughs> i follow so many lifestyle bloggers so I, i'm totally yeah, don't be dissing people. them you love them i love them low-key every time jules gets messaged by a lifestyle person or she'd be like oh my gosh like look at this person i, I love them i love them but it does i can see how it turns off a lot of people who really who need it the most you know yeah i thought it was so stupid at first when i wasn't taking care of myself and drinking coffee until my <laughs> Until I freaking wouldn't go to bed until like three in the morning, you know? I listen to a lot of different podcasts and and the self-care conversation comes up a lot. We did an episode about it a little while back. And the only thing I see from good self-care is positivity. Right. So if, if that's true, why do we as individuals roll our eyes at that conversation a lot? Man, I I think... I think it's because, I think it's, as I was mentioning, the hustle, the hustle mentality is like, we should not have any time for ourselves. We need to work hard and we need to drink our caffeine and we got to be tough, which is, you know, all great things. But at the end of it, it's not, you know, like, wait, so you, you're a hustler. Cool you know yeah um there i mean being an economist or studying economics right (laughs) efficiency is the goal right yeah and you can't be efficient at 100 percent all the time Mm -hmm. like we were studying about um testing failure rates in products which which is getting a little nerdy but they run these you know computer components at super hot temperatures nonstop to wear them out as fast as possible Mm mm-hmm and yeah, they're, I mean, they're they're boosting, they're doing like great uh, performance in that time till the point where they break down, right? Mm. If you have experience with computers, the CPU is like the heart of the computer. Some people overclock that, but overclocking means you're pushing it harder and harder and hotter and hotter and you want to cool it and you got to make sure, like if you're overclocking, you have to have a self-care for the CPU. Yeah. You have to liquid cool it. You have to make sure that it's taken care of to run 
that hot and yeah. efficiently. And you, you listen to the CEOs talk, they're they're all about making sure that they are controlling themselves as leaders. Yeah. Yeah. There's um aren't isn't there like a statistic or something where like really big owners of companies um they're like they get up at seven in the yeah. morning which i mean which terrifies me because <laughs> i really like part of me is part of me is sure leadership will come into play in my life yeah. in the future i just i have a mindset for it yeah waking up early not a mindset for that and it's not everyone's thing but it does like it i'm not sure if it was steve john i'm so i don't know um but it's I, I'm, everybody knows what you're talking about yeah like um yeah that's uh, I can definitely see how that helped them. You know, it's, yeah. it's there and it doesn't mean it's for everyone. Like, um, I, I've been struggling to get up in the morning at, uh, seven, which I know people, my sister used to get up at four thirty in the morning and do all of her, all of her working out and stuff. And I, I'm like, huh? so seven is nothing for her. Yeah. Um, but it's my, it's my way, you know? Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to throw him under the bus, but one of our executive producers, Darren <laughs> O'Neill, I don't know why he's just he's on my mind right now. He is one of the most disciplined people mm. I've seen, and it's for his own health. He has some health things that he's working through at the same time, but he's extremely committed mm. to his self care. And over the time that I knew him, when I worked at Starbucks, he was a regular. Over the four years, I can like honestly remember knowing him earlier and seeing him like just there's like more of an uplifted healthiness about Darren Mm -hmm. and now that we're friends and he supports the show which is super cool right like I I mean I know he's listening to this episode Uh I'm proud of him like I'm proud of him for making that self-care and I remember the time where he shared about it too um him me and my coworker, my old coworker Travis went and got dinner and he was sharing me about how strict he has been. Mm. But one of my favorite things that he said, because w- when we were listening to this, I'm like, oh, this sucks, dude. Like, I remember Travis was like, dude, that sucks. You have to do that stuff. He said it, at the end of it, he's like, well, it's for the best, right? Mm. It's for the best. It, it makes me feel where I need to be, right? Yeah. It really is helping me. Yeah. And, and so the conversation of self-health <clears throat> is an important one to constantly be checking yourself with constantly be mm. reanalyzing being like dude i need to jump on that because it's for your benefit it's yeah. for your benefit it's for your benefit that is completely true i've seen it benefit your creativity <laughs> oh yeah i um that's the thing i i don't know if i should mention this i'm just gonna mention it i'm Do not it. In, i'm not in school yeah, who i cares? um no one <laughs> no one really cares um but i I'm not in school, so that has been incredibly difficult when I first uh, stopped doing school um, to develop a schedule. Um, I think people are, what is the, the right word? Routine. Um, yeah. It. I have to be disciplined or I'm just going to, you know, my there's going to be no, no routine in my life and I have to make that happen. I have to make structure happen, so... Um, it can be difficult sometimes, but, um, not being in school, you know, doesn't offer as much routine. Yeah. I, I noticed that mm. as a musician and an artist, your routine is extremely important. And what sucks is that you have not seen an immediate payoff mm-hmm. because you put in a lot of time and a lot of effort. And I know you hate the stigma of the lazy artist, right? <laughs> because, oh yes. Because you, I, I mean, you know, I, the eyes I get from older women you're not at school you're not studying you're not just your what's your backup plan yeah 
No. All I'm learning is that school is probably a drastic waste <laughs> of my time. I, I mean, if this semester says anything, right? For some, it could, it can be. I'm not against. I'm not against school. By the way, let me put that out there. I'm not against school. I think school is amazing. I don't see it benefiting me specifically, but I do know people um, who it does benefit in my specific um, career. So yeah, like we had a guest speaker come yesterday to my econometrics class and he didn't really talk about um econometrics he's from a com- uh, a new startup company called uh avincia i'm probably gonna butcher his name i think it's uh bardia Pazisky. i don't know but he had a phd and really interesting guy he uh-huh. started a bunch of different um companies i got his card afterwards but one of my favorite things he said is he's like stay in school if you like learning what you're learning mm. And for right now, I think I, I do enjoy learning about economics, uh-huh. right? But he's like, but if you're not, like, don't stay, right? Yeah. Just go for it. Yeah. And I was like, this guy's interesting. I grabbed his card. I'd hope that he'd come on the show eventually, <laughs> but let's be real. We got a small but awesome <laughs> listener base. Awesome. I just, you know, he seems like a busy guy uh-huh. for doing a, a couple of startups. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but that that kind of information is important. And I've always been inspired by the fact that you never went to school because you knew what you wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did I did try. Um, I was in school for two semesters at a community college. And uh, I took a... I'm just going to... Um, can I tell this story? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in a engineering class. I do not know what I'm doing when I... I can't produce. Um, I really tried. Um, not I didn't really, really try, but I, <laughs> I gave it some effort, okay? And um, I I was in this class with um, all males, maybe one more, one female. And um, they uh, were so funny because I would be going down to L.A. Um, every other week. And yeah, they you would, just wouldn't go to class. I, I mean, I wouldn't go to class, <laughs> but but they were like, they were like, oh, you're going to fail. And I did fail. <laughs> and it was but it was I knew I was doing it for the right reasons. I was like, okay. And I'm like, school's not for me um, for for now. Um, And uh, that's really how I was like, all all these, but all the people in there were um, were like, we got an A. I'm like, well, great. (laughs) Good for you. Good for you. Can you write a song? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. That's, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you got a point, right? I think that, um, What's interesting about you, Jules, is you really you really strengthen in, in two crafts. One is sort of like pre creating and presenting what an artist is. Mm-hmm. And you're definitely no expert at it. No one is. Uh-huh. But I think it's cool that you're leaning into who you are because that's like, I mean, like you said, like people want to like an artist, mm-hmm. right? Um, I mean, you've said that to me before. Yeah. And so you, you really try hard to be an artist that people can relate to, but you can't be a phony, right? You got to be you. Yeah. And it's cool to see you lean into that. But the other thing, the thing that I think you are masterful at, mm-hmm. um, not to say that you're not going to get better, but your song, you're a songwriter. I am. I am. I, um, mainly right now I'm focused on my artist stuff on my, who is Jules? Like, what is that persona? She is Jules. She is Jules. Who is Jules? <laughs> Who is Jules? Um, and that's um, that's something I've been focused on um, just because I want to focus on my my personal artist stuff. Um, but I, 
find a lot of desire to um, songwrite for other people. I find myself writing a lot of songs where I'm like, this is not me. This is someone else. Um, and this could be really good for someone else's voice. Um, or my voice just doesn't do justice for some of the songs I write. Um, I mean, um, so yeah, that's, um, that's something I want to do in the future for sure. I never really associated songwriting with different than artistry because in Mm -hmm. my brain, I'm like, well, if I was going to be in a band or be an artist, I would write my own songs. But the sad truth of the industry today is that not a lot of people write their own music. Mm -hmm. Right. And, or, or there's collaborative projects. And so there is a demand for songwriters. Yeah. And it's been cool from the beginning for you to say, I want to write stories through music. Mm-hmm. That is just something that I had never heard from someone who was aiming to be an artist. And I think that your pop music really, it just, it it's getting better. And what's crazy is that I've heard some of your <laughs> even, like your next project stuff. Yes. Which we you're not supposed to talk about. You're not talking about. But... Uh-huh. Like it's that music sounds even better than the new pop that's coming out that you've made. I'm like, how is it possible (laughs) that your songwriting is getting better? So here's what I want to ask you. Yes. What do you do to become a better songwriter? What are your strategies for that? Number one. (laughs) That was funny when you said that. Number one, I, I work with people who are better than me. Mm. I, um, I really, really try to get into sessions with people, with writers who um, are amazing. Um, I, I can songwrite. I'm good. I'm, I'm really good. Um, am I the best? Obviously not. But I want to learn from the best. I, whenever I take those sessions with people who are obviously way better than me, I, um, I take some time to, you know, I write, obviously. Um, but then I take a lot of time to evaluate how they're how they're working. Like, how are they coming up with these songs, like with these lyrics, like within seconds? And how are they how are they doing this? Not saying that writing a song fast means you get a good song, but um, it could mean that. It could mean that's my process. I'm not sure. So I really try to uh, I try to analyze um, other people who are better than me. Um, that's the number one thing. Um, I think practice. I, um, with this project that I'm about to put out, airplane mode, or that is coming out, um, it, I, I really, um, had to be disciplined with my writing to get better because I, um, there is a huge jump from when I was releasing, uh, I shot in yeah. Eclipse, which I, is great. You know, I love it. But um, there's definitely a big jump from I shot talking about falling asleep to are you really sorry? And it's just different. Um, and trying to find my voice. So what I did is I wrote a um, I wrote a song a day for a long time and I came up with complete crap um, and I came up with things that ended up on airplane mode. And, um, and yeah, so those are the main two things I think. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I think those are awesome. Um, yeah, I would say that your strengths are in that artist and, and, and songwriting side. Um, but really, 
you know, your journey, especially in this last year and always, right? Being an artist is, is kind of difficult. What are some of the hiccups or bumps that you've run into that can be discouraging for you? And how would you advise, you know, over overcoming that or, mm. or at least tackling them in a way that you can manage? Because I know you haven't worked out everything yeah. in, in your life, of oh, course. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that's a important question. Um, there have been many hiccups and I guess the, it was your question asking what the, what, what about the the hiccups that, well, what are the areas that you maybe don't like so much about being an artist? Okay. Um, so there, there are a lot of people, um, many people older than you. Um, and looking for young artists to <laughs> rip off, um, to, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing they, they, they want to rip you off and, um, they, uh, want to take advantage of you, not in a explicit way, but in a way, in a sense of, um, they want your rights. They want everything because they know that if they can talk to the artist, the young artist who doesn't really typically know everything typically doesn't know everything um they're gonna talk to them uh without going through a manager without going through any anyone and try to get information from you and try they they will try to um manipulate you in a way where they'll say oh this sucks like you're awful you're like this is not doing well but if you work with me you i can i can make you the best and um and people that that is the grimiest most disgusting thing and i come across it almost every other week we were just talking about literally it's a new thing every week yeah um and um luckily i haven't been burned so bad that it has turned me away from music and it has like it is so discouraging sometimes but it um you the way you deal with it <laughs> is um first you gotta you have to ask questions don't be afraid to ask questions if you ask questions for someone who wants your business or your help um or not your help but your business um then you need to ask questions you need to ask hard questions and if they you can tell when uh things are like you know it's not it's not real um and that's how you you come across those and then you decide is this worth your time is this worth your energy and if you do get burned um you fix it you move on for someone who's not in school yes jules you have been (laughs) blessed and cursed at the same time (laughs) with wearing way too many hats at once oh yes we just said you are a artist and a songwriter Mm mm-hmm Yet every week you complain to me about how you have to be a cutthroat businesswoman, uh, <laughs> how, you know, you have to manage all this different stuff. And mm-hmm. and part of it is the fact that you're independent, right? Yes. But it takes a toll. I bet you, you are probably one of the best business people, one of the greatest business women that I know that is m- around my age. Mm. Because the dorks that are at school with me, <laughs> they don't do anything in business. Uh-huh. They don't understand that. They don't have the leadership or responsibility to do that. And so yeah. it, it, it it is amazing to have watched you take on this role, mm-hmm. to learn how to deal with it, 
but it's also painful like it yeah. sucks right yeah uh it sucks uh sometimes but it's also incredibly incredibly like just making you feel free i guess like what is the word make me feel independent well because i am like an independent artist it makes you feel like you're in control of everything totally for sure and thank you also for that yeah no no, no. <laughs> that of, means a lot of course i mean after all the hard work sweat and tears right you get to release something that you've created and and cameron yeah. and i we feel that way with this show i mean we don't cry about it very much <laughs> luckily there's low stakes we i love the support that people give towards the show and most of the people that support us are friends and we we love them we care mm -hmm. about them hey if you're a stranger listening to this show love to get to meet you we're this is the time let me tell you this is the time while the show's small we <laughs> will get to know you like that I, I, you know just a sales pitch that's, that's all but at the end of the day you know you put in the time you put in the work and you get a product like are you really sorry which i think mm -hmm. speaks to itself it's a it's a hot pop song it's probably your most hype song that you've ever released we are going to play a clip of it for you okay. guys to hear and here is the song let me just get it going You know what one of my favorite moments of playing this song for the audience is? Uh -huh. The fact that you're sitting over there bobbing your head to your own song. <laughs> that, was I doing that? Yeah, you were. You didn't even notice, too. You're checking your phone about I, something. Uh, yes. What I love about the song is that it's you. I love it. I, well, I, I've come to a place where why would I release something I hate, you know? Yeah. Um, why would I write a song that I hate? You know, um, I mean, like pursue a song, I guess is the better way to say it because I write songs I hate all the time, but yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I think that the song is fun. It's short. Let's, you know, let's talk a little bit about, are you really sorry? It's a simple yes. song. Tell us about what was your thought process with creating this song? Why is it, um, important to you? Why was it the first one you picked? Um, okay. So let me explain about how I, the whole how it evolved i had um i had been doing dishes in my kitchen and i was going to la um to live there um for a while and i was doing the dishes um and <laughs> this just this line are you really sorry came out of nowhere and i was like hmm, okay and i tried singing it on piano i went to my piano i started singing a little bit and I was like this kind of sucks but I'll save it so I went down to LA um and David Bone the um one of the producers that I worked with on this record um was like yeah let's use it and he had me go on the mic and I sing it a kajillion different ways um and I had no idea what it sounded like I was like this probably doesn't sound great but I'm like at least you know at least I just put my heart out there and the next morning I woke up and I was like, eh, I like it. I like it. And I listened to it um, 
the reason why I tell people when they listen to the song they need to be in their car it's late at night is because when I'd be driving back from the studio at 2 a.m. in like a <laughs> I'm, I mean it You'd was a sketchy area 358 <laughs> I would be really late at night and it would be kind of sketchy and I'd be driving home um or to the place I was staying at in LA uh listening to it and I'm like I like this I like this even more and I think the best songs are the ones that you're like about at first and then the not obsession but i guess obsession like starts you know where you're like i can't stop listening to this um and i um yeah i was just like i was just super into it after after a while and i was like this is really cool and i think it was the first one i picked because because um obviously people when i would show it to them they'd be like dang this is really different and this is i think it has the most shock factor um in uh out of most most of the songs there's there's like a couple songs that are like ooh, like that's different um but i also think asking the the question are you really sorry like what is that about (laughs) you know so i that also is a a shock factor yeah i think the song is super refreshing pop right it doesn't feel like like I know you're a big Taylor Swift fan right she -hmm. released this new song me and it is just a migraine you know I love blink 182 they released this new song it is like baby music it's just (laughs) like the most boring music I've ever heard that song are you really sorry like it just feels like the kind of pop I like which is indie pop right it feels mm-hmm. it feels real. The first time I heard Are You Really Sorry, I looked at you in the car and I said, this is the one to get people excited. <laughs> and people that hear this song, I, every, th- every person I know that hears this song, they're like, dude, I know this person. I yeah. know Jules. Like, this it's, song is dope. It's weird because I've had people from high school have been posting about this being like, this girl, like, I love this song. I'm like, girl, I haven't talked to you for like three years where you been like <laughs> I, you don't know me um but no but like really like, all the support it, it means a lot but it's just funny it's just like what like all these random people i've never like that entire week that it came out last week um i couldn't go on my phone without seeing it somewhere you know that someone reposting it or something and that was i think uh yeah we got the shock factor i think we should also talk about though why the song is so short yes I think um, uh, the song is so short because if anyone has noticed, um, everyone's attention spans are getting smaller and smaller. The minute the the song is only two minutes and twelve seconds. In twelve seconds, um, and it was kind of an experiment. I was like, "Are people going to listen to this more because it's shorter? Are they going to want to listen to it again? Are they going to want more?" So, um. That was the whole, the whole um, mindset about why we kept it so short. Yeah, when I when I hop in the car, I'll <laughs> skip songs constantly. Uh-huh. First thirty seconds, and I can understand how some people might criticize this song for just being a little repetitive and short. Yeah. Um, but I think the small repetition that it gives is the best little taste of like cheesecake or something right <laughs> where it's just like i could go for another bite you know i could go for another bite and i and you know both you and i are praying this song does great so mm-hmm. um shout out to our audience guys check out are you really sorry it's spelled r space u space r l y 
space and then sorry as a word so it's supposed to be text like right yeah and you can check out uh jules's music on spotify itunes apple music right itunes apple music's like same thing um but yeah check it out support it i think that it's worth supporting because you're like seriously what's not to like i'm sorry i i mean i love you jules like what's not to like about you though like you're a small i don't know everybody likes an under everybody likes an underdog guys we gotta Uh fight for this underdog you know what i mean seriously you ain't on the charts when you're on the charts that's when i'll be roasting you I'm serious when you're on the charts being famous I'm like your song you need a song it's just all imagine right. we're broken up you just you call me and you're like this sounds horrible and I'm just like are you really sorry dude bye <laughs> are you really sorry I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no seriously I, I think the song is really good and I'm excited for people to hear your other music am I allowed to say any of the other titles not yet um maybe one Okay, I'll, I'll say one of the titles. My favorite song out of the new songs is this song called Just Lie. <laughs> if you like Eclipse, it's like a way better version of that, in my opinion. <laughs> that, that's that's how I feel I about think. it. I like Eclipse. I like no, Eclipse, okay. but Just Lie is like my kind of vibe. Very like airy, cool, like vibey is yeah. the best way I can put it, for sure. It's, um, I, I think of it as my 1975 song. Yeah. Yes, that is yeah. a good that is a good definition. So if that's your cup of tea, you can look forward to that coming out eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Jules, like it's it's super cool. Yeah, <laughs> like I I love I love your music. Everybody that I've shown loves your music. I actually got merch in from you. You've got some cool merch if you want to support Jules. It's on her website. She is Jules dot com. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a merch tab. But I got a sweet airplane mode white sweatshirt that i really mm-hmm. like i was wearing it it's sitting right there actually <laughs> sweet um yeah so mm. i think we've plugged your music enough yes do you want to say your social media stuff because we should have started the show with that i apologize yeah, no i mean it's okay if you have stuck around to the end of this thank you so much um my social media is all at she is jules at she is and then j-u-l-e-s uh, my Facebook is a slightly different. It is She is Jules. Um, same thing, except with one extra S. Sweet. <laughs> awesome. Now, we usually have about 20 minutes left on the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was So, wondering. we can... I, I know that seemed like a good conclusion, right? Yes. Finishing up with your music. But there's still <laughs> opportunity to learn about who Jules is, what's cool. So, I'm going to ask you a bunch of basic questions. Yes, ask me the basic questions. Because I'm sure your fans want to know what's up with Jules. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about food for a second. Food. You're Italian uh, and Armenian. I am. Food is an important part of our very, dating life. All we do is important. go eat, right? <laughs> That's all we do. That's all we I do. I only date Isaac because he buys me. Food. Stress eating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if one day I couldn't pay for the check, you know, what would happen? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> He's so mean. Oh my goodness. Um. What about food? Um, my favorite food. Let's t- yeah, let's talk about what you've been feeling lately. Um, I gotta know because I always take you to well, like I took you to that bad Chinese <laughs> restaurant the other night. What a mistake! It's okay. No, I I I had fun with you. I um, I actually you mentioned I was Italian and Armenian. I I'm not a fan of pasta or pizza. You don't um, even like Italian food that I don't much. You're so picky, y- y'all. Like you couldn't hang out with Post Malone at Olive Garden. Uh, Olive Garden? Are you kidding me? I, <laughs> I no, I um, 
but for real i the food the italian food in america is wait wait awful is not even the word to explain it um no one should eat italian food in america i've never even been i've never been to italy i'm going this summer but um yeah like if you're gonna make me spaghetti and meatballs like i'm sorry don't waste your time um i like that sounds good right now i'm pretty hungry actually i am very hungry so yeah, i would go would, for that you would go for that i would go for that that's the problem we're recording around lunchtime <laughs> and jill's like well wrap it up dude speaking of food no 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 um but yeah like i really love i love like a good a good like plate of mexican food yeah mexican food's really good in california you can't you can't mess it up like even me you can mess it up you can you can but very rarely like when i'm when i'm traveling to la that's all i eat is mexican food um because it's the easiest to make and it's the, the hardest to mess up jules really likes potatoes I just I'm gonna throw you under the bus with that one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> French fries. She loves French fries. Oh my fries. gosh! Yeah, but I've been okay. So I used to be a really big sweet potato fry person. I haven't because we had. I remember like about a. We ate so many. Sweet we potato ate so fries. many. It was like basically all of our relationship until about um, nine months ago. We still, we're just like I'm kind of sick of this. So we've been eating truffle French fries the shoestring kind oh my. um oh my goodness okay like don't even get me started like that sounds so good um the best they're the best that's like my but if i could go for anything right now i'd be it'd be shoestring shuffle fries yeah some fries sound good right now mm. maybe we should I- change the subject from food <laughs> Personal discipline is important, guys. Oh, yeah. Let's get some fries over here. So, um, yeah. What about... Okay. You know, if if you guys listen to this show, I don't really like TV that much. I don't, I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm a movies guy. Um, you watch a lot of TV, though, Jules. Okay. I'm- what are your shows? Tell us about your shows. Okay, my shows. This is, this is your zen relaxing at the end okay. of the day kind of yes i um friends i will always i will always go for a good episode of friends i literally have been watching that over and over and over since since her cat was named joey since my cat was named joey all of our chickens we have chickens at my house they're all named after the people and friends i just love it It just it makes me happy it literally i i was so upset i had something happen the other day it was one of those situations we were talking about earlier um Getting screwed over yeah <laughs> and oh um, it happens on a daily it happens on the daily no biggie um and then i was like i'm watching friends because um i don't know i was doing something and i was like well i can multitask i want to get my mind off of this and i was watching friends and i cracked a smile while i was in like the crappiest mood of my life i still cracked a smile i was like friends is magic um but also i've been just watching i've started watching queer eye um it is i need those men to organize my life they are have you never you never i just started watching it like two days ago no i haven't isaac it is (laughs) amazing like what they do for people it is so crazy they need to organize my life for real that's cool i love them you were a big Grey's anatomy fan right i i was <laughs> Ooh. i was classic Grey's anatomy uh fan yeah response. yeah um i don't want to say any spoilers but the show died with uh 
with Mr. McDreamy. <laughs> I love him. Mm. So sad. Mm. It, yes, if you if y'all that didn't know, um, Eclipse, my second single that I released, two thousand or my first single I released in two thousand eighteen was about Chris and me. You, it almost got on the show, right? Or you tried? I don't remember. I remember you're trying to get some sort of brand deal with it or something. Oh, on the show? Yeah, you're trying to make it play as like a. Or that's like oh, one of your that life goals. I shot. That was oh. I shot. Was almost on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. 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 Man, I forgot about that. Yeah, dude, you famous? <laughs> we had we had an experience that I'm gonna talk about with Cameron later, just to roast oh, you about running into people that knew you. Sometimes, mm-hmm. okay, I'll just talk about it now. Whatever. Okay. Like now, whenever we go out, we'll run into people that know Jules and are excited about her new song within <laughs> the last three weeks, and it's just. <laughs> hilarious because i'll just stand there and watch what happens while people freak out about our song and i'm like if we stay if we end up together you know this is this is gonna be my life (laughs) just you know trying to hide from people with jewels that know jewels (laughs) it's pretty funny my my aunt the other yeah 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 woo um so like that (laughs) that is that is a uh it's a funny thing it's a funny thing i have a terrible feeling because i'm quite cynical sometimes when we start meeting people that we don't know who know you Uh uh, i'm gonna get pretty weird so i apologize in the future if you're a fan and you listen to this you come up to us and i'm a total like a-hole to you don't take offense i think we cannot be a-holes to people i I, i'm sure we'll be very nice i'm just i'm just saying (laughs) i'm sure you'll be very nice how about that I'm gonna be like you realize she's a person right <laughs> like this is this is one of the things i feel bad about with famous people um they they tell these stories about like how these people have no respect for their personal space at all oh yeah right um yeah like part of me just kind of agrees with the famous people i'm like yeah like forget those people those people are annoying just I made, get rid of them i made know? a post let's um, get thanos to snap <laughs> I made a post yesterday on my Instagram story. I'm not sure if you saw. <laughs> You're not even. We're not even famous. So I don't know famous. what we're talking about. <laughs> um, and there, I posted about how people will tag me in their photos of anything. Oh yeah, anything, yeah. just so that I will like it. And I'm sorry, but stop that posting Jules' name with buttholes. There's literally people who post and tag me in it i'm like bruh like i ain't going like this and uh also like when people go on my um my profile and they click what i'm tagged in i don't want to be seen with that i'm definitely not associated with that so don't don't even try yeah there's weird people on social media that yeah. bother you yeah well because they're like oh well this person has thirty thousand followers or whatever it is and they're like i need them to like my photo and they start like i'm like hey guys you're better than that. I'm le- I'm telling you that. You're you better are. than that. You don't need Jules to like your picture to feel great yeah, about yourself. Yeah, I'm not that cool. Yeah, I mean, you've listened to an hour. <laughs> I mean, she seems pretty it's regular been, cool. It's been an hour? Yeah, we're just hitting 59 Ooh. minutes. You're like, hey, Isaac, I'm giving you the eyes. You give me the eyes about lunch. That's what you No. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, on, I dude. love doing this. This is so fun. I, for, I, you know, I got, I was really nervous at first, but this is like, it's like learning to ride a horse whatever what they say what the heck are you, you know, talking you about you know when people <laughs> wait oh wait no 
<laughs> riding a bike, you mean? <laughs> All right, we got to put her back in school, guys. That's... <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. That was pretty horrible. I did. <laughs> I meant the bike, right? You were going to get you to write an Old Town Road sequel. I got my horses in the bike. There's a funny story about that song, right? Because you wrote that melody before the song existed. No, I heard. I think I heard it somewhere when it was very, very small. Really? Yeah. Was I it think small? Was very. It? I don't know when it came out, but I remember going like uh, the same melody. I got my duh and the duh and the duh and the. Yeah, duh. I was like pretending to make up a country song, and I was like, I got my my girl. <laughs> no, she's just swearing. <laughs> Jules is just swear when she's saying it. I got my. My cowgirl in the back. <laughs> I'm not gonna censor it. Just skip it for me, all right? All right, hun. I don't want to write down any sort of timestamps to edit. I'm bored. Okay. Boom. <laughs> what? Are you, what? No, you're good. What? You think I'm ending the show? I'm not. I'm confused. You sound weird. I'm telling you, don't swear because I don't want to edit in a censor bleep. No, I'm not. I ain't gonna swear. I ain't gonna swear. I don't know. You're getting pretty comfortable. <laughs> I am. I'm loosening up. <laughs> oh my goodness it only took an hour that's all right <laughs> i'm sorry are you really sorry okay so no. all right now that's something we're not gonna do we got 10 minutes to burn um come on jules you gotta do this for the fans uh what we've what been we? we've been given so much good content up we until this talk, last 10 we minutes we should talk about us oh no i'm sure people are very very interested in uh, yeah okay I'll, I'll give you the rundown for this um so we've been dating for over three years like i said and you might be wondering why Jules would go out with such a loser like me. Um, I am not 100% sure yet. I'm still trying to figure it out. But I know whatever I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Jules and I have a very um, fun relationship. I, I think that's probably like the best way to put it. Yeah. It's weird because I've dated some other gals before. And... I've never felt comfortable around them the same way that I feel comfortable around Jules. Even from the beginning, you're just, here's the, here's my favorite thing about Jules. Okay. And this is what also worries me about in the future because you're so nice. You are literally one of the nicest people I know. She is so easy to talk to, like super easy to talk to. And she's really good at listening too. And so like when we met, I was able to talk to her really openly from the start. And if you know me, I'm, cut to the chase and she was just someone that like didn't make me feel um like what i was saying was weird because she's so nice you know <laughs> later she she told me after dating for like six months hey you know when you said that that was kind of weird i remember <laughs> you know i didn't even really think you were that cool at first i thought you were kind of weird you know um, okay yeah let's um yeah y'all i met isaac and i was oh okay first of all my sister had um she had pushed us kind of to date and okay like, well let's get real about this because jessica is never gonna listen to this podcast isaac isaac honey <laughs> <laughs> jessica uh and i met at a youth group and it was weird because like we were supposed to hang out and i couldn't tell if jessica liked me she said that she never did and it was just it was like kind of awkward but jessica kept saying i'm gonna set you up with my sister and i was like i hate the idea of being set up with someone right but then i met her and i thought she was okay like i i actually thought jules was just all right because that was basic well you were also flirting with some other guy that was there uh, oh daniel <laughs> daniel daniel will listen Baker? to this show 
Daniel Baker, my cousin. He's not my cousin, but he would be pretty much your cousin. I he we could pass as cousins. Well, you guys were pretty close, and I was like, "There's probably something going on there." So not gonna worry about it. But she did sit close to me next to In and Out, which is like, wow, she sat next to me. So, anyways, we got to know each other over really stupid, uh, cute dates. We always say this that we have a very cinematic um, dating experience, which. I'm grateful for right like we had this great first time that we hung out she was bored at a football game but then we went and got like chips and guac at a restaurant she doesn't even like and then we sat on this hill and like we just talked for a while and then there was a freaking there was a star do you remember that yeah there was a shooting star a shooting star it was so bright and I was like what in the heck I was like this is really weird I don't know this guy but we got chips and we got guac and uh, our first date I had this idiotic friend that told me to take her to a pho place and the name of the the place was called fuck him long and I, I don't know why i didn't realize my friend was joking but he was like you gotta take her here it's the best place it's like three months later i'm like dude that first date it worked out i took her to fuck him long and and he was like dude that was a total joke why would you take her there for the first date but hey it worked out that's a relationship fun. a joke <laughs> i'm kidding a joke that never ends a joke that never ends no isaac okay isaac um you said something nice about me and I, I have to say this. Uh, even though you're saying I'm nice and everything, you make me laugh in the most... <laughs> you make me laugh at times I think I would never even laugh like if I didn't know you. Like there would be there will be times obviously where I'm very stressed and Isaac will throw out a joke and sometimes I'm like, oh heck no, this ain't the time. But like most of the time he makes me laugh at like at things and he makes me not as serious and i think it's important i think we shouldn't be too serious well you gotta yeah i I think a little bit of perspective and comedy can really lighten the mood and no matter what you're going through right um there's a time and place for it though that's what i've learned (laughs) over the the three years and uh you know if you can't take a joke very well which there are some people i know pretty uh pretty uh, well some people that I don't really associate with very easily because I make jokes constantly or, or here's the real problem. You know, if you listen to this show, we like to say it how it is. So a lot of my comedy comes down to just saying it, saying how it is. Right. Just honest. And, um, and sometimes I get into obscure <laughs> gross stuff too. Uh, but saying it, saying it how it is. Right. Yeah. That for some people, is insulting and extremely rude but if it's tr- it was at first for me but if it's true yeah they that's can't what made say me, anything back. that's what made me upset when i first like knew or was talking to you that's what would make me so upset because i'd be like mm, you pissed me off and then you'd be like well and it was true so I am a total jerk in in that (laughs) regard. So are you really sorry is probably about me. It's definitely about you. So, you know, let's talk about some embarrassing moments uh, in dating. There was this time like one or two months in where we were at a Friendsgiving uh, (gasps) sitting in the forest. Oh, goodness. And I really like Jules just like straight up the bat. And I never, you know, I just never see the light of the day about getting roasted about this night. We're sitting around... Some weird hippie thing in the forest that Sarah Michael made. Sarah Michael's an incredible podcaster. You can check her out at Quarter Life Crisis. She yes. also throws a baller uh, Friendsgiving. She's so good at like organizing like friend 
friends things. Yeah, but it was basically in the forest, this little blanket with a little like table. It was it was cool. We sat on the ground and there was an elevated table. Um, but yes, we went around the table going oh what we gosh. were what we were thankful for. And I sat there, I guess, like an idiot. I was just in love with you, okay? I don't know what you want. What? <laughs> in you, love hey, with me. Uh, over three years, all right? You can't say I was lying at the Friendsgiving, <laughs> all right? So just eat it, you know? I, but I said, I'm super grateful for Jules, and I just think she's an incredible woman. And everyone stared at me and kind of laughed and was like, that was weird. You've only been dating her for a month. Suck it is what I'm going to say. It's been over three years. So never, ever, ever. You you can roast it me all you want. It was very sweet. Isaac, okay, if anyone... It, she was girl, pissed. Jules there, was mad at me. If there's a girl who dates Isaac after me, know you are incredibly lucky. Because he will... Embarrass you in front of all your will, friends. <laughs> he apparently. will embarrass you, but it is the... He is the sweet... He has the biggest heart. And <laughs> even though, like, he will... He will freaking embarrass you those first couple whatever i really hope there isn't another girl but if there is you're really lucky we just say it how it is yeah so yeah just know that jules and i um are extremely happy though so don't be trying to make any moves (laughs) (laughs) no no i gotta all those guys on instagram on the oh they're all so attractive you know when they they message you i block a person today i think now (laughs) Seriously. Uh, they, They're so cool. Oh God, they, okay. Well, now that I talked about my embarrassing story, I think it's time for what me to bring story? forth the grudge that I will, I have forgiven oh from you. <laughs> There's this time I made her homemade chicken noodle soup. for. Oh, um, my and, gosh. Uh, it's just a never-ending joke. I, I spent hours on it. And she wasn't feeling good, so I brought her chicken noodle soup. And then she wasn't even home. She was like, oh, I'm out with friends. Bye. <laughs> and I was like, what? I, was, I didn't know how to be a girlfriend. I, uh, Granted, I wasn't even... My re, my only relationship before you, Isaac, was... Well, actually, I had like two. One was in middle school. The other, uh, I never saw, and that lasted about a month. I didn't know how to be a girlfriend. You've, like, you, you've only had long-term relationships. Like, I was the stupid... <laughs> well you know to give you credit you're a, a fantastic girlfriend i want to say oh, thank you i'm sure the rest of the audience is barfing but um <laughs> here's what else i want i want to touch on you know if if you're in a relationship or if you you've had experience with a relationship we are here you know giggling to ourselves because like i said our relationship is very fun <laughs> but it's work too you know yes uh our relationship has not been perfect but i really wouldn't have it any other way yeah. And, and that's what kind of makes it fun and happy to talk about and goof off about. Mm-hmm. Um, the point of us sharing about our relationship isn't to make you jealous. It isn't to make you feel like, man, why could I uh, never have anything like that? Or it isn't It isn't made for you to go to your significant other and be like, wow, we need to do things better. That's not the point of it. We have been through plenty of hard things and fought our fair think, share, right? But we are just telling you how we interact. So, you know, if you see us on the future, like on social media, Jules and I roast each other constantly. Yeah. We're, we're basically like, I don't know. We're kind of little kids sometimes. We're, we're best friends. We, yeah, I, that's for I, sure. With all my best friends, I insult them and they insult me. And it's our, it's our way to show like, hey, I love you um but well uh, yeah yeah i'll let you i'll let you get to that cameron tuttle and juliana are my best friends 
And if you think that I'm mean to Cameron on the show or that we mess around, Jules and I pretty much interact the same way. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. What is going on with your hair? What? I don't like that. (laughs) I don't like that at all. I have so much hair, it just falls out. I can't keep it in a bun. It just. Armenian and Italian you just oh you were disgusting you're so mean got a lot of hair disgusting I was gonna say though the reason why our can I say this yeah you're allowed to relationship the reason why our relationship is so important is because I would not I would not be this good of a songwriter or artist without Isaac I wouldn't be uh I wouldn't have any knowledge of how to really be in in a sense professional with my with my career even though it's not like i i don't know i because he's just taught me he's taught me so much so and i think in a way i've taught him some things too definitely um, and i think that's important to share that to tie everything in like he has definitely helped me with my music in so many ways especially because he i wrote that song are you really sorry about it? oh my gosh <laughs> okay last minutes of cuteness and then we'll wrap it up for okay. the show all right Here's three things that describe our personalities after dating each other for three and a half years, okay? Okay. Three words. So think about you, or th- you thinking about me. You're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna say three words about me. I'm gonna say three words about you, okay? Here it goes. Okay, you you go first. Kind is the first word. Okay. Adorable <laughs> is the second word. And itchy is the third <laughs> word. <laughs> Did the, you mean something else, Isaac? No, I said itchy. Did I will tell you this. After dating Juliana for a long time, she's always like, I have a scratch on my back. I, can you scratch that for me? <laughs> I'm itchy. Oh, hey, I got so much hair. I'm scratching my own. Oh, oh my, you're disgusting. Itchy, itchy, itchy. Okay. My three words are. Oh. <laughs> one is. Um, okay, silent, giving. silence on a podcast is not good. But go I'm ahead, sorry. I'm it. sorry. Is giving. Two. Is. Um, I'm, I oh, I thought you were saying giving two. Giving. No, you're giving is giving. one. Two is. Two is. Loving. <laughs> and three. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know really what two is. I have to think about this. I think. My the third one is more like not a single word, but I was literally made. God made me so I could annoy Isaac. <laughs> that is why I'm here, everyone. And that is why when you nanny children, they <laughs> completely drive you up the wall. Uh, karma. <laughs> 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 Juliana has a, a just a, a lovely sense of uh, irritating me sometimes. It's very fun. If, uh, we have like this energy transfer sometimes. Like I'll be annoying the crap out of her, and then when we eat, suddenly I become indigested or something, whatever the word is. And Juliana will start annoying the crap out of me because she has all this energy from eating, and she claps her feet together. <laughs> And then she starts trying to open the car door when we're driving. <laughs> um, she starts playing Drake really loud. She starts screaming. Drake. She starts giving me that, uh, what is it? Little Wayne. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nice. Is that Usher? Yeah. 
Okay, I'm sorry. I'm screaming into your microphone, and people are probably like so not. They're probably. I mean, if they stuck to the end, they are a true jeweler. You are a tree. A, tre- a tree. It's <laughs> <is> true. <laughs> Homie, jeweler, brother, sister, jewelers. Jewelers. Thank you. The fan clubs of jewelers. The jewelers. If you're a jeweler, you better have the jeweler essential. Oh yeah. The shirt. <laughs> yeah, go to me. Let's just shill. All right, shill for ourselves. Yeah. I designed that shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, Isaac likes to. Isaac okay. likes to look at what what I make and be like, oh, this could be white bread. Or no. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> okay, all right, do it. I don't care. And then oh. he'll do it, and then it's the best selling thing. Isaac, I yeah, I think it's the best seller. Oh man, what's well, the it's essential? Either that one, the one that you got, the white airplane, airplane mode, mode t- or sweatshirt. <laughs> that's my sweatshirt or the one that you made Isaac uh, yeah, yeah but it's on a different it's on like t-shirts and whatnot no because people are like <laughs> it's too hot for that <gasps> so okay <laughs> final thoughts final thoughts there there's I mean we, we've pretty much said everything there there are no other final sh- thoughts Juliana thank you for coming on the show please if you are a listener of everything comes from something or you're here checking out the podcast because you're a jeweler we hope you enjoyed the show Thank we appreciate you. you guys listening give us a rating on itunes all that jazz and make sure to check out jewels on spotify thank you for having me isaac you're thank welcome thank you for having me isaac. someone's hungry i am i am hungry <laughs> oh my goodness oh. well you just hit the corn that's Please. fine that's right. fine we hope you guys have a great week and we'll be back here next monday are you really sorry but